Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Ravel and Bethany House Publishers, which are divisions of Baker Publishing Group. Find out more at bakerpublishinggroup.com. Hello, everyone. It is Jamie Jo right here today with Mad Lit Musings Podcast, and I am excited to have Shelly Shepard Gray back with us on the show. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited to have you back because the last time you were on, we talked about book one in the Pinecraft um, series that you have going, and now we get to talk about book two. I am. I'm excited to tell you about Her Only Wish. Um, this season, the Pinecraft series has been a lot of fun. Um, uh, I've enjoyed getting to visit with a lot of people and introduce them to the idea of an Amish snowbird community in Florida. That is so cool. I love it. And I, do you know, it's here's what's funny is after we had that conversation about Amish in Florida, which was the first I'd ever heard about it, then it seemed like every time I went online and was looking at different, just random things, stuff would pop up about Amish in Florida. And I'm like, it's a it thing, was somebody right? eavesdropping <laughs> or... Right, right, right. Am I just noticing it because we talked about it? <laughs> right. No, I found that too. They um, the, the first time I visited, I just was like, I had no idea this was here for 40, 50 years. And um, so now I, I guess I'm, I guess I, I'm always looking to hear like if I can, you know, find something new about Pinecraft that I haven't learned before. Yeah. Yeah, that's super, super fun. And I love, it's just, I don't know what it is about the Amish, but they're so synonymous in my mind of being in that Midwestern, you know, place with farmland and things. And so then all of a sudden you have the Amish on the beach in Florida and you're like, where'd this come from? <laughs> oh, I know, you know, it really made me inspired. I mean, I've written about Amish all over. I mean, in Kentucky, Ohio, you, you name it. And so, but it really has made me inspired, like maybe I need to do Amish all over the place. And yeah. um, there's some new order Amish. They, um, they, uh, they are missionaries in Mexico. I always thought that would be kind of fun. There's another as a conservative Mennonite community, but they're all in Belize. I keep trying oh, wow. to tell my editors, don't you think I need to go to Belize and do some research, research. And, <laughs> and do an Amish community book there? And I haven't, I haven't convinced them yet, but maybe one day. <laughs> well, when you, when you try to convince them, then add on making your launch party in Belize for your fans to come. That's how right. you launch That's the right. book. <laughs> and the editors. Yeah. Yes, I'm yes. sure they'd want to go to, we could just make it, uh, uh, we'll do a party in, in January when it's just so, so it. miserable everywhere else. <laughs> love it. I love it. I will even put on Amish garb and I will That's come right. and give That's full right. respect to the Amish community. <laughs> Well, tell us a little bit about book two and, and where we're at now in Her Only Wish, which is the title. You know, I'm so excited about this story because it's a little bit different. Um, my heroine's name is Betsy, and I actually based her on my sister-in-law, whose name was Betsy. 
Um, Batsy passed away of cancer when she was just 50, but she left along behind her a huge legacy of trying new things and impacting a wide variety of people. And when I, years ago, when she passed away, I, I remember seeing her memorial service, just being so touched by the number of people that came up and said, oh, I knew Betsy because of X, Y, and Z, and just things I hadn't even realized she had done. So um, this character of Betsy is Amish, and uh, she's in her mid-20s. And what happened was she was asthmatic as a child, um, and her parents um, just not really trusting a lot, a lot of, of medical advice. They really kept her just at close to home. They didn't want her to have to go in the hospital again. Um, and so she didn't get to do a lot of things. So she goes to, she arrives in Pinecraft with a life list. And this is, everyone's like, it's a bucket list, right? And she said, no, no, no. I don't feel like I've really lived yet. Mm. I'm not trying to look for things to do before I die. I'm looking for things to do that I wish I've already done. And, and at the top of the list is, is uh, she wants to learn to ride a bike, which she's never done. And she wants to learn to play, uh, she wants to complete a full round of golf and, <laughs> and learn to swim. And all of these things, she keeps telling everyone, I don't need to win a turn golf tournament. I don't need to be able to do a, a 20 mile bike ride. I don't even need to be able to swim in the ocean. I just want to be able to experience these things. Mm -hmm. And I just want to enjoy the process of learning and doing. Yeah. So her goals really resonated with me because I think all of us, especially, I don't know, when you get to your 30s, 40s, 50s, whenever, and you just start thinking, gosh, you know, I was so... I was so just adventurous in my, when I was little yeah. and as a teen, and I was willing to give anything a try, but the older you get, the more you're like, oh, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I could get hurt. Maybe mm -hmm. it costs too much money. Maybe it's going to inconvenience everyone on this trip because I want to do this that no one right. else wants to do. And you can think of just a lot of reasons, but Betsy is kind of on her own and she's just like, I'm going to do this. So it kind of is neat that the first scene and, and her, her um, only wish is she is wandering around on this golf course. Uh, she has an appointment with a golf pro and he's just going to ask him to teach her just the basics. And she doesn't, she doesn't understand why everybody, nobody's on this beautiful, you know, grass. Anyway, she almost gets hit by a golf ball. Oh. And, and the, the hero is like, you obviously need some help. He <laughs> turns out he's the pro, pro. his name is August. And oh, they, that is how the hero and heroine met is, okay. meet is on a golf, on an Amish golf course in Florida, which again, a lot of people would imagine no one, no one who's Amish would ever want to play golf. Um, they absolutely do. Um, anyway, as the story goes on, uh, she does just meet one person after another. She meets a lady um, and, and her sister who are English, and turns out one of them knows how to give swimming lessons. They have a swimming pool. And Betsy ends up inspiring almost every single person in the book to have a life list of their own and yeah. to push themselves a little bit more. 
And because of that, there's a lot of relationships that are healed mm-hmm. and uh, they all feel that, that God's been just waiting for them all just to believe in him and other people and just yeah. push themselves a little bit, maybe stop living so safe and, and yeah. taking more chances. And so that is the gist of her only wish. That sounds like such a neat book. Okay. So there's several things you talked about and I want to explore them all, but the first one I have to ask, you mentioned it was an Amish golf course. So is there actually golf courses specifically for Amish or is this Amish people visiting a typical you know, golf course? I have in this book, it's a, it's a, Amish-centered Mennonite. It's a Mennonite and Amish-centered golf course. Okay. Now, the reason I put this is if you go to Pinecraft, there really is an Amish golf shop, you know, and they're out <gasps> playing on the golf courses. I love it. Now, I've seen, I, I know Amish up in yeah. Ohio in the summer, and I'll, I'll visit with a woman. I'd be like, where's your husband? I thought he was going to be around. She's like, oh, he decided to go play nine holes. So, yeah. I mean, it's you know guys are guys they like to play golf I guess and women like women do too so anyway there is so I kind of took a little bit of liberties making it an Amish own you know Amish centered golf course um and but I do have people of all sorts show up and want to play a round of golf yeah well and I think that's a disservice that we do to the Amish community um is making assumptions that they are so far removed that they don't do anything fun or they don't do anything besides farm or I don't know some stereotype that we have of them which is really especially learning from you not at all true well and Jamie I did the same thing I mean you know I mean when I first started I only I mean I didn't know a lot and so as I got more and more relationships and more visits to the Amish communities I mean I remember the first time I was um, at, you know, at this park that I'm the Amish with and all the kids are playing basketball Mm. and it just was like, huh? I mean, I, now I think, well, why didn't I think they'd want to play sports, you know? Uh, But back then I was like, oh, they would never want to ever like, I guess I just thought teenager, the Amish teenagers always just wanted to sit around and talk. <laughs> um, anyone who's had teenagers know that that's not gonna that's no. not gonna go very far. Um, no. if, if that's not expected to do, something's gonna happen. So of course they're gonna be, you know, riding bikes right. or, or or doing whatever kids like to do, no matter where they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's impressive that you have a, I'm laughing because your heroine wants to try golf. And the first time I tried golf, I ended up chucking the golf club with my hand because I was so frustrated. Right. I was like, this is not working. I know soon after I had my kids, I mean, my children are 30 now, but I mean, when they were toddlers, um, I used to be a teacher, so I was home on the summer. Mm-hmm. And my husband really encouraged me to get a babysitter just for a couple of hours, one day a week, and go do something. Yeah. And so I decided, oh, I'm going to learn to play golf. And I thought it was going to be so fun. And I that's what I based a lot of these lessons for Bessie with, because it's ex- for me, it was very challenging uh-huh. and I, and I didn't really enjoy it unless, but unless I completely didn't take it seriously at all. So sometimes I would go out with my husband and 
he, um, I think I kind of annoyed him by the time we got to the fifth or sixth hole, because I mean, I would just be like, oops. And right. I know. And <laughs> oh, I've hit it eight times. I think I'll just pick it up and carry it for a while. Right. He'd be like, wait a minute, you're supposed to keep score. <laughs> so um, yes. it was kind of fun um, just to, just to give uh, the, the, the golf scenes um, from the perspective of, of someone who she she has no great desire to be a golf pro. A pro. She she just wants to uh, you know finish um, a, a a game a, a yeah. golf game. Just try it. So just and try get, it. And not just get hit by a golf cart. Right. To be able to say you know what this isn't the game for me, but at right. least I gave it a try. At least yeah. I know what I'm. I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Being allowed to try. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Now my experiences on the golf cars are limited. And when I do get out, it's merely to walk alongside my husband and, and help him keep score. And then I just find a golf ball or something and call it my pet. So I take care of my little golf ball pet. I know every (laughs) once in a while I'll go and I'll I'll be like, can I drive the golf course? And he's like, sure, Shelly. There you go. You know, you you do your part, but it is fun to be outside. And, and, um, and it, again, I, sometimes when you, when I've written so many Amish novels, I, I always love the idea of, of creating um, some new scenes yeah. that might feel fresh for a reader. And mm-hmm. um, for me, at least this, this did seem a little, a little different than the, maybe the average expectation of an Amish romance. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we shift gears into the next question, I just want to mention to everybody listening that this episode is sponsored by Baker Publishing Group. And um, you can go to Bakerhouse, bakerbookhouse.com and you can get Shelly's book for 40% off if you use the Madlit 40 promotional clothes. Remember Madlit 40 and you can get Shelly's new book and even you know more books because why not? Um, but you can get 40%. Um, Madlet 40. So you get 40% off one of your, one of your copies of books. Um, okay. So Shelly, I wanted to ask you, you mentioned a life list versus a bucket list. What inspired you outside of the story to really focus in on the concept of living life versus preparing to die? You know, I really, it really was my sister-in-law, Betsy, okay. um, who inspired me. Um, and just, I, I loved just, I love that this lady who had trained, she'd gone to Harvard, she was a doctor mm-hmm. and yet she decided she wanted to make gourmet chocolates. And then when she was in 40, she was like, I've never, I think I've always wanted to learn how to play the drums. So she took up drums. Next thing you know, she's in a band. Wow. And, and, and she was like, I'm not a great drummer, but I don't need to be a great drummer. I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she decided to take up running and she had never, she had never done any sport ever in her life. She was always the bookworm. And so, yeah, when, when that's what made me think of this life list is, yeah. is at, like I said, at her memorial service, a lot of people came up and I had, a, it was a big service. And I just assumed every, all these women were there and men because she had, Betsy had delivered her babies, their sure. babies. Yeah. And, and no, they were like, oh, I was on her chocolate list or, oh, I, I took drums with her or, oh, we, I became a fan of her band or, oh, I met her when we were both trying to do our first 5k. Mm-hmm. And, 
I and I just realized she had a full life. I mean, yeah. she and she inspired a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, that is the inspiration is is just um, you, you just couldn't help by you were sad to see my real sister-in-law be gone, but right. you couldn't help but be just like, you know what? She packed an awful lot into her years. Maybe we it yeah. inspired, I think, all of everyone there to say, I need to take more chances. And instead of saying, I'll wait till I'm older or whenever to give something to try, maybe I'll try it right now. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I really like that because it makes you focus too on not just yourself and last dying wishes, so to speak, but mm-hmm. how those adventures that you may do for yourself also can affect other people and encourage them too. Like you mentioned some keywords there. You mentioned a chocolate list. Can <laughs> yeah. we explain that a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. I mean, I, you know, you can just tell how much I admired her, but yeah. you know, I mean, really she, like, I love to bake, but I mean, nothing I make is all that fancy. And it's certainly not Instagram picture worthy. It's just a cake, you know? Yeah. Um, but she would make these beautiful chocolate truffles. Next thing you know, she's like learning how to temper milk chocolate and then she'll take orders. And then she started making tins and, and giving them out. She she do work on these for like a month in, in September and October and then, and her list just kept getting bigger and bigger. I mean, people she went to church with, people, yeah. her, some of her patients, co-workers, people in the band, people, family. Wow. Um, my my son and daughter, I mean, they'd be like, we need, are we on Aunt Betsy's chocolate list? <laughs> and and uh and that's so that that was the chocolate list. Yeah, that, we, I all, love that. we all were like, this is a great list to be on. You know? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that's a really good list to be on. Although I was, I was thinking if I was going to create my own list to put special people on, they're probably just going to get a bag of Hershey's chocolates. Cause I am not going to make, I can't physically make truffles. <laughs> I, I don't have the patience. I'm the no. I'm the queen of it's good enough, which is not necessarily the way to make beautiful gourmet chocolate. But you know, and I have thought of that. I'm like, I make a pretty good cookies. I think I could give a lot of cookies to people. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm it's it's fun. It's fun. It's been fun to while writing this book to really do a little mm-hmm. bit of thinking and and also um, you know, the faith message is strong too. I I I think. I think God just really gives us so many qualities and gifts yeah. and he's just waiting for you to f- just give them, just to fulfill them. I yeah. mean, um, I, I, I think a lot about, um, I, I was teaching school. I had gone to get my master's. I was going to be a principal one day, but really if you got me in a, in a room and said, but Shelly, what do you really love to do? I would used to whisper well, I really love to write, mm. you know, and I don't yeah. want to write a big literary fiction. I want to write a romance novel. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I was afraid to t- to do that mm-hmm. because I thought, oh, well, everyone's going to say one, you're not very good. And two, don't you think you should be wanting to write something else? And it wasn't till I just, my husband was like, well, you should just, you know, just keep doing this. Like you need to yeah. find value in it. God, obviously, gave you these qualities yeah. mm-hmm. and 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 want you to to put these stories in your head to words 
Right. So I, I think we all have them, whether it's making chocolates or volunteering or teaching school or writing books. I mean, yeah. you name it, playing golf. We all have <laughs> these qualities that, that maybe he is just waiting for us to explore and to, to do them proud. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, sometimes we we diminish those qualities or talents or dreams even because we think about the concept of, oh, well, it's not saving people in a third world country or it's not, you know, helping the homeless or it's not doing something classically heroic, you know, writing a book, you know, is that heroic? In someone's life, it probably feels that way though when they pick it up. But yeah, you know where I'm going with that? Oh, I do. And, and And it is funny, Jamie, what you're saying. I mean, it's just like your podcasts. I mean, they are fulfilling to all of us, right? It's so nice when you're driving to hear something inspiring. And, and I just, I feel like a, a lot of what, you know, all of us do, maybe we don't see it for how other people view it. Right. Um, I, I know sometimes I, I mean, I'm always just on deadline. So I'm thinking, well, I need to write my 10 pages today so then mm-hmm. I can go for a walk. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, and and um and I I don't think of it. I mean, I sometimes I'm just like, well, this wasn't my husband will go, well, how was your writing today? And I'm like, eh, nothing was very good, but at least I got it done. Right. And you know, so I think it's easy sometimes to minimize what we yeah. do thinking, well, it could be better or more important or exactly what you said. I mean, yeah, saving lives or or whatever. (laughs) But, but, you know, I I think we all, like I said before, I I think, I I think all of us can affect people in in different ways and and maybe more than we, we ever realize. Yeah. And sometimes it's that quiet service and that humility of just doing what God asks us to do. And even if we don't understand how is God going to use me in telling a fictionalized story about, you know, in your case, an Amish woman in Florida, in my case, a woman trying to avoid certain death, Um, you know, like what's God going to do out of this? And then, you know, you do get, you get those letters or those emails from people and you're like, wow. And sometimes they, have you gotten those where you get something from a reader and you're like, I totally didn't even know that was in my book. Like a a little tidbit that they gleaned that, you know, that was the Lord teaching them, not something I planned. Oh, no, I agree. I absolutely agree. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's just is so humbling and, and yeah. you're so grateful. You're mm-hmm. grateful um, that somebody just felt like, you know, I, that, that, that reading your book or was worth their time. Mm-hmm. I, I always just think that books are expensive and, a three, 400 page novel takes a while, right? Takes up someone's valuable time. Yeah. So for, I'm, I've always, I always write for readers because I feel like if they're willing to pick up one of my books at the library or even at the bookstore, then I, I don't want them to feel like, wow, I wish I would have gotten something else. You know, <laughs> I, I want them to be, I want them to be just like, that was, I, I felt happy reading that or that I got away from my problems or maybe in, in a, in a case like this, boy, I'm going to, I'm going to go try to do something. I've always been thinking I would like to, and stop worrying what everyone else says about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that I think that's great. I love it. I like the concept of that life list versus the bucket list because there's something kind of dooming about a bucket list, and then you sort of feel like I'm going to run out of time. But with a life list, it's just let's just live and do a list of things that we want to do and try and see what happens. Right, and I think it sure takes the pressure off of it too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like your sister-in-law, Betsy, left quite a legacy behind. She did. And I think if if she was listening to us today or here, I I think she would be shocked. I think she would. I I don't think she ever would have imagined that Mm -hmm. making chocolates for other people (laughs) for 10, 12 years would even be memorable. You know, I, I just... I think she just did. And um, so, and again, I I think there's a lot of people listening right now that can, it it can just point to someone in their life, or maybe there's a lot of people in their lives Mm -hmm. and they do, they just, they just do their best and they do for others and they don't think it's, it really makes much of a difference, but it certainly does. And it is so appreciated by others. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Well, the book is titled Her Only Wish. It is out right now, so people can snatch it up and read it. You can find it at libraries and bookstores and bakerbookhouse.com with MADLIT40 for your promo code to get 40% off. Um, And do we need to read book one in the series before we read Betsy's story? Or can we read Betsy's story? You don't have to. The the first book is called Her Heart's Desire, and it's a trilogy. Okay. The, The last book... Her Secret Hope. It comes out in November. So um, this is a trilogy about three friends who all go to Florida for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But if you read Bessie's story, you aren't going to be completely lost at all. And and so um, at the at the very least, I guess you might be like, oh, is she's really good friends with this happily happy gal named mary margaret maybe i should read book one and see how she she got so content with her life (laughs) i love it i love it yeah (laughs) oh shelly well this is great um i'm guessing probably we'll have to have you back for book three because we got to finish out this trilogy um in november but i would be delighted i really appreciate your time and and getting the chance to talk about this book it it means a lot i appreciate thank you for sure. Well, you have a wonderful day. You also. You take care now. Will do. Are you enjoying today's broadcast with our featured author? You can find out more about them and other authors from Baker Publishing Group at bakerbookhouse.com. Use code MADLIT40 for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title at bakerbookhouse.com. This also includes Ravel and Bethany House Publishing. Go over fast. It's MADLIT40. That's your magic code for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title. Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com.